Hello and welcome to Burkett Wonderland. We are up until half time. We weren't an Arsenal podcast, but at full time, we're back being an Arsenal podcast. Oh, and what a joy it was. The magnificent Arsenal smashing four past a rubbish team. With me tonight, it's our own Egyptian legend. It is Richard. You are right, mate? How's it going, my man? How are you? Oh, well, I'm suddenly not deaf in one ear, and I realised there was 2.3 kilos of earwax in my in this shitty earbud thing. So that, yeah, yeah. So it's. Uh, I hope you didn't say anything then, because I couldn't hear you. I was busy licking my earbud. No, I said nothing, mate. It was all good. Don't worry. You can trust me. Probably for the best. Uh, yes, you haven't been on. Haven't been on OBW for a while. You've busy having a job and kids and stuff like that. How dare you? Have you been? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. It's it's been it has been busy. Um the the return of the well, the short lived return of grassroots football was uh, was keeping me busy. My my girls were 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 really starting to just get to grips with the, the new league, the new division that we were in. Uh and it was higher we were doing like, the last one. Uh higher. Um and then just as we like we lost we lost our first two and then we won our uh, the last one six five. We we're really up. We we're blowing. We we're doing really really well. And then it's just all gone, crashed down and stopped again. The girls were absolutely gutted at our last training session on Monday. Um, but I guess it's for the best. And hopefully in a month's time we can get going again. But yeah, it's been good. Just been busy, 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 busy. Can you get the pirate in to come give him a bit of a pep talk? I, I would love to, but I think he was too busy jogging somewhere and getting banned. <laughs> oh poor old pirate not that he even watches these so fuck him right tonight's game um yeah a little bit about how you thought about how the game went and uh, a little bit about that's actually just how you went how the game went how you feel about the game before the game and after the game because uh yeah uh, con- contrasting emotions um i don't know i was i mean i haven't really been on social media all that much so, so i haven't like seen what the general consensus was or you know what the 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 mood of the mob has been uh pre and post game kind of thing um uh i didn't actually think we started all that badly i thought there was a fair bit of zip about us there was a few you know bits and pieces where like pepe kept on losing the ball and stuff like that but i i thought we were we were quite we were, we had a bit of energy about us. We we st- certainly were were better than we was the week before against Dundalk. How we started really slowly against them, and I was just I was getting annoyed. I was watching it on uh, BT Sport and Ian Dark, the commentator, he was constantly trying to uh, like not belittle us, but like. Uh, try to paint a narrative that oh Arsenal are struggling here and like trying to get get Karen Carney to bite and stuff like that. It was really getting on my nerves because I I don't think we were all that terrible. I don't know about yourself. But what, like, what do you think? I, I'm never in a good mood when I see Xhaka, Sabios, Kalasnich, Mustafi in the team. I mean Sabios only at the moment. Whenever I see those in the team, I think. Oh dear, that has got a sum total of zero creativity. It's like having four Danielsons in the team. It's completely pointless, and you, and you knew that straight away. And uh, Mould knew that if they didn't come out and do, I mean, Mould aren't even a good team. They're, they're second in their league. I think they're twenty-six points behind the leaders. Bodo 
bododge glimmit or some amalgamation of weird words like that they've won their last six games in a row which i didn't know and they're unbeaten for quite a while and they're, they're going to finish runners up in the group and uh, oh breaking news we have sam roof look at that he's become a member mm. which, is, that, which, is that is that you get the, the pirates way for that or something like that is that the... he has actually become a dirty pirate he hasn't gone for the budget pirate level well, actually not budget pirate level is it it's uh it's the dirty pirate one and so that means he gets an official dirty pirate wave um are, are you qualified to give a dirty pirate wave um i can give an egyptian wave oh how does that go uh, it was kind of like that. There we go. So it's a d- d- double. There we go. There we go. You can have that. <laughs> Very good. So you are in rare. It's twelve people now of of chucked money. And um, what's the currency in Egypt? Uh, mate, I think it's like Egyptian pound or something like that. Yeah, good on them. Yeah. Unlike the rest of the scumbags who used to have the pound, have now dumped it for dollary dues. So. Uh, Yes, that he stuck that all that lovely, uh, all that lovely dirty money down your your leather breeches, and you can go around and do a special dance. Not that you'll get any of it. No, it's all going in my pants. Anyway, uh, cheers, Sam. He's a long time listener to the show. He's been there a lot. And hello to everyone else who's in there. Oh, there you go. I'm just uh, highlighting the, the people that are in there that I haven't already. I suppose we should go and say hello to some of these people, wouldn't we? Stuart Shepherd, Phil Macar, Reese Sir Sir Gru. K-Man's always there. Subsystem. Kaiser Soze in our Twitch. Sam Ruth. Uh, K-Man. Avon. Uh, and 612-1384-259-83. Has an Avon. All uh, oh, Sam Ruth is really making the most of it by having his little green symbol. And what, what's he got next to his name? He has got the red kit from this probably last season actually i didn't couldn't it's find all the right kit. kits oh it's a truly lovely kit rudy so rastoff um hambo gumble now that's that's a name that i like the sound of and rudy rastoff hello to all of you and especially hello to our newest member sam ruth who is uh is it? there you go again <laughs> yeah so i'm never full of um um encouragement or joy whenever i see all of those players because they're so negative it's like i said it's like playing with so many uh denilsons in the team i just think automatically well you, you've shown no ambition there because it's our defense is good and our attack is good but it's just the old ladies in the middle are just going oh no you have it no you have it no you have it and they get any further than the halfway line and they have a nosebleed which is surprising from some bios because last season Towards the, the second half of the season, he was quite an attacking playmaking midfielder, wasn't he? Um, yeah, I, th- I think he's he's being asked to do something slightly different um, and, and play a, a little bit deeper. Um, I, I think that the, a big plus uh, tonight that counteracted all those, um, as you say, those little mini Denilsons, Denilson <laughs> 2.0, <laughs> was Willock. I thought Willock was really, really good tonight again. Um, you know, I, I thought he was he was progressive. I thought he was aggressive, and he's he's one of the few midfielders that will break lines and get himself into the box. I it really seriously impressed again, uh, again with him because I, I thought Mold. I know they're they're not the greatest team in the world. I I think they're they're better than people maybe give them credit for in the sense of like they're really um, they're technically very good on the ball. They just they didn't have any outball so to speak i was i was really looking forward to seeing for the first time the 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 fifa legend that is mathis bolly who is like one of the fastest players ever on um 
uh, on FIFA, but he really didn't have all that much uh, um, um, about him once he not say got the ball. Um, but yeah, Joe Willock, I was very, very, very impressed with him. Very, very impressed. Could he be the man? Are uh, uh, the, the the fabled false ten? What do you call it? What do you nickname it? Did I didn't nickname it. Anything. No, no, not not me. No, oh, I'm sure it was one of our like trademarks, the uh, the false eight or something, or the <laughs> eight nine combo. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So, so why do you think? Why do you think um, uh, Arteta went and used the players that he did? Looking at the lineup, we had Leno in goal. There's no need to play Leno in goal, and then playing. Um, Louise, I suppose, possibly because he's coming back from a bit of an injury. He was good for the first half, pinging the ball all around the place. But I thought there was far too many first-team players or players on their way out of the first team and not enough of the young players in there. Like We would have loved to have seen Reese Nelson in that game because he'd have, he'd have turned him inside out, wouldn't he? He, 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 he was injured, wasn't he? He'd picked up a, he's picked up a knee knock. Oh, so that's why, yeah. I knew Smith-Rowe Smith wasn't going to play, but I had no idea about that he had a, a knock. Oh, well, that's yeah. understandable. Well, how about why, why play a central midfield two of Sabayos and Jacker? Is it is it because they're no longer considered um, the, first, the starting two of the, the first team now that it's um, it's your mate Elneny and uh, Party? I think so, because I think the Egyptian Perlo has come in and absolutely ripped up the script. Looking for um, the script like that. It's yeah. uh, also, uh, what else did they call them? What did the Egyptian call them? Who, what, the pharaohs? He's, he's what, the the papyrus. That's it. The piece of, so say it with that word, go on. Yeah, they the ripped up the papyrus and absolutely <laughs> got the Dead Sea Scrolls and rewritten, you know, rewritten, rewritten the, um, the, 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 was it, what's that tablet? The, uh, the Rosetta Stone. He's rewritten the Rosetta Stone <laughs> with his fantastic performances. Oh, um, he's getting a new contract. Oh, wow. I, I know. Glorious. Mate. The he's, best he's, in the Premier League. Absolutely. <laughs> Salah's got nothing on this boy. Oh, the Egyptian um, got No, he's rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm forgetting where we are on this. Go on, carry on. Um, yeah, I same here, mate. I, I just thought that... I think that um, they are, uh, like I said, Partey and, like I said, El Nene's um, emergence or kind of like Indian Egyptian summer has kind of made especially Zaka and a little bit Sabias kind of not second fiddle, but not as automatic as they normally were. Um, yeah. Like I, I think um, like Xhaka has, as you know, he's been subbed quite a few times and now he's, he's not getting the starts in the, in let's say in the big games, like against Man United. So um, I, I think it was, as second team as you could probably have gotten it, um, you know, without playing, like I said, a, a load of absolute under 23 year olds kind of thing who weren't ready. Cause I think, I think um, death row is, he's only just coming back from an injury, isn't he? So he's probably not really ready um, for first team action, maybe um, old Emil Smith row. And like I said, old, old uh, Reese Nelson, which is such a shame that he's got that knee injury because he, he looked really, really good against Dundalk um, last week. And it was, it was, I was hoping that he could, he could make another little cameo and, 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 you know, get some more minutes under his belt, but it's just, he just, he's another one of those guys. who just seems to, he can never get a run of games together for like one reason or another. He can never seem to get a run of games together. 
Very true. I've highlighted this from Hambo Gumble, papyrus <laughs> under the cracks. Fantastic. Let's break tradition and start asking, um, answering some questions. Jimmy H, um, how long are we going to keep flogging a dead horse with Eddie up front? He is terrible. Well, in the Premier League, I think it's 28 games and four goals. A lot of these are um, sub games. And in the in the Europa League, I think it's 10 games. And did he score tonight? I don't think he did, did he? No. No, so it's no. 10 games and one goal. Yeah, because I think tonight would have been ideal for someone like Lacazette, who is, uh, I mean, he's not done bad, but we, we needed the goals because now we've got nine points. Dundalk have lost all three of their games, so they're out of it. Mould have got six. We've got nine. One more win. And then you will see all of the kids. You'll probably see the under-18s playing in this competition because I know we get money for wins and point and, and draws and stuff. But, yeah, how long? How much longer? Um, I'm not quite sure. I mean, I would have liked to have seen Balogun. That was the one, the mm. one player f- from the squad that when I saw this, because normally when I see the first, the, the team come up, I, I kind of try not to get involved in it. You know, oh, we should be picking him. He should be, where's this guy? Where's this guy? But I did, I kind of just, mm, where's, where's Balogun? Because I, I would have liked to have seen him got more minutes and have a better look at him. Um, I feel bad. Uh, Eddie, Eddie and Ketia. I can see why people um, get frustrated with him or don't rate him. Um, I I don't think he's a particularly good footballer. He's a very good goal scorer. You know, he has a, he has a knack for, you know, being in the right place at the right time. Most of the time, you think of like the, the, the average, I think he's like his average, yardage per goal is like five yards um the problem with him is 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 playing in that lone striker thing and it's a similar thing that the problem with Lacazette has Uh, playing the way as isolated as he is and the way that Arteta wants that centre forward to play he's kind of he's not quite quick enough to play over the break He's not quite tall enough to be a target man. He's not quite strong enough to be a hold-up man. Um, and he's not a good enough footballer to bring others into the game. He is your perpetual fox in the box. Like I think I think Nketia and Lacazette, I think both of them would have flourished in a um, traditional 4-4-2, big man, small man, pairing up front maybe um you know with 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 them guys feeding off off knockdowns and and uh, you know a bigger player playing them uh, through on goal and 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 doing their dirty work for them um I'd, how long would you last uh, i generally don't know i mean like it's you know see how it goes like say deeper into the season because i don't think there's like it hasn't been anything where it's like Oh my God, he's absolutely terrible. He's shocking. He's missing a load, a load of chances because we're not really, we're not actually getting a lot of touches in the opponent's box. I saw a stat from Obinio um, today where it was saying like the amount of touches we'd had in the opponent's box. We were like eleventh in the league for most touches in the box. And if if you're if you're a player who thrives on getting touches in in the box and uh, you know, you know, being on the end of and sniffing out chances. If 
the ball's not coming into the box and the ball, you're not getting the, the supply and the chances, your stats are always, your goal scoring stats are always going to be terrible. Um, but yeah, to answer the question, I would say, um, make, give them another, give them the rest of this year kind of thing as back up to Lacazette and, and kind of see what happens. You know, may, maybe the end of these, like you said, these last couple of games, uh, maybe give Balogun a, 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 a go, see how he gets on. Yeah, kind of agree with that. Um, because we're using StreamYard and we're not using OBS, there's our Nick. Our Nick has subscribed using uh, uh, subscribe for two months. At t- Have you paid for that again, Nick? That's just a little bit like me paying for it. You should use your free. I get all of ours to use. Have you got Amazon Prime? I do, yes. Have you given it to us? No, I, I've, I, I did ask you about this last time, and you oh, said, "Oh, blame me." Yeah, I'm totally blaming you. And you, you went, "Oh yeah, I'll explain it to you," and you never did. And, yeah, that's, okay. that's my excuse, and I'm sticking with it. Fair enough. Uh, another question. Actually, we've got. Um, I'll ask uh, K-Man's in a second. So let's go over a couple of the goals. Um, my notes are: 15 minutes, we look a little bit busy down the right. Pepe not having much luck. Uh, 22nd minute, Leno wants the ball from Louise. Louise gives it to him. Leno takes his time. Hoofs it down to the halfway line, dead centre of the pitch almost. A mould player gets it, passes it quickly to another moulder player, and the bloke who has it has a little bit of a ring-a-ding-ding, has a shot, goes into Leno's bottom right-hand corner. Great goal. Um, and actually, I wasn't looking at the telly when that went in because that's <laughs> how my life works. I was busy getting annoyed with my cats for laying underneath me because that's where the heat comes from. No, the heat comes from over there. Not Well, I suppose some heat does come from underneath me, but that's not the point I'm making. Yeah, whose fault was that? Leno's fault or just bad luck or just really good eye from that player who decided to have a, a pot shot? Um, a, a, a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. It was... Mm. It, uh, <sighs> He didn't have much on. I know they were they were they in the commentary. They were slating him for going long. Um, I didn't I didn't have a problem with him going long because the the players around there were were fairly marked. Um, there wasn't a massive amount of of options open for him that wouldn't have put another player under pressure. Um, the problem is because we went long when we weren't kind of ready for it. We were very, very fragmented. It was it was one of the few times in the game that we had big spaces between our attack midfield and our defenders. Um, and we, we just kind of then got caught. And I don't think he expected the guy to shoot. I've I you know, I I sometimes on another occasion I I have a propensity of playing in goal on a Sunday, um, in my Sunday league um games and that's happened to me before uh, in the sense of I've not been, I've just, I've not expected someone to have a crack from there and I've kind of been caught off guard. And I think that's exactly what happened, which, which you can square away if it happens with me on a Sunday at, at goals at power league. But if when it happens to your first team goalkeeper, professional goalkeeper, it's not ideal. So yeah, that's de- definitely one that Leno will um, not look back on with, uh, with uh, uh, a lot of fondness. Oh, I don't really care. He does so much good. And everyone's entitled. When when Xhaka does that, we go, oh, magnificent when Xhaka used to score goals like that or all other players do. So it's not really a problem. Uh, moving on a little bit. Uh, 35th minute, I've put William and Pepe have changed sides and still not getting any luck. 40th minute, 
They are passing the ball about, breaking us down. It's like a Norwegian Barcelona at times. They they were holding on to the ball really well. And they were, I think, like one of the commentators said, they've got nothing to lose. They're going out there because they know unless they get something from tonight, they're, uh, they're not going to win the group. So they were quite impressive at times, weren't they? Yeah, like I said at the top of the show, I thought they were better than uh, people, a lot of people giving them... Um, credit for that's not what i want to say but um I, I thought technically they were very very good i thought they passed the ball well they passed the ball um with speed uh, and they worked really really hard and i think that kind of bore out in later on towards the end of the game where they were out on their feet which is you know why we piled on the the rest of the goals but yeah they, they like i said they were they were they were decent they had some zip to what they were doing it's just that they they did not really have a goal threat up front which was which is why they're second in their league and not doing as well as they should be mm. okay next note i've got is it's not like they are closing us down or tightly marking us. We just look so indecisive when we have have the ball in the last third. It's like everyone is looking to everyone else to be the one that makes the decision to attack. Very frustrating, that isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of standing around and a lot of you know, and because one of the things that frustrates me about Arsenal when it's um uh, of recent late is. You know, you see him get the ball, and you, a little bit of this is because they are, you know, like I said, the Danielson 2.0s, as you said earlier. The, the fact that, you know, we'll get the ball in an advanced area and then we'll turn backwards and, like, take the safer option, but we'll, we'll turn backwards. And one part of it is because, you know, people like Kalasinac don't really have it in their locker to pick out that magic ball or anything like that. But the other thing is, nothing's happening in front of them. There's nobody in front of them that's, that's moving. Everybody's kind of stationary and, 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 and static in that final third. And I think that was, that, that was very, that was kind of prevalent a little bit in the first half, you know, and you see it as soon as they get the ball, Pepe's having to check back onto his, uh, um, his left foot and then he's getting doubled up and he's, all he can do is go backwards to make the Niles, who's then going to go back to, and it was just, a, you know, it wasn't as progressive as it uh, as it could be. Righto. Um, ah, this is the goal that they scored. I put offside for fuck's sake. Pepe took a long cross, a long time to cross the ball. Eddie and Willock both got there at the same time. It looked like Willock scored, but it was Eddie, and Eddie wasn't offside, so it was actually a goal. So we were mugged off by VAR again, weren't we? Um, yeah, so I mean, that's probably one of the because you don't have the VAR in the Europa League, do you? No, uh, well, at least not at this stage. I don't know if they're going to bring it in um, later, but you know, they're in. If we had VAR, which I'm, 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 I like, I like the idea of VAR. I just don't like how it's used in its current format. But we could have had it done. We could have done with it in in that instance, and you know that. That, in a sense, is the kind of goal and the kind of thing that you'll get out of Eddie and Ketia. You know, what it was inside the six-yard box. That's where the guy comes alive. That's where he um, he thrives and he's able to sniff out these chances. But if we, you're not getting enough of those balls knocked into the box, he's not really going to do anything. But yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a bit. I could see why the the ref, uh, you know, the lino uh, flagged him for offside because. He, you couldn't really see who had really touched it. It might look like um, Willock had touched it, and he was offside. 
And even when you look at the replays, it looks like they both got the same foot to the same ball at the same time. So there's no way that a referee or the linesman could have seen that, even even if they really wanted to. Um, so uh, there we go, 45th minute, break on the edge of the box, Pepe to William. William runs with it. Xhaka is the furthest forward player. Decent bit of play here from Xhaka. He manages with players either side of him and the goalkeeper ready to to grab hold of him. He holds the ball up, plays it wide to Eddie, who passes it sideways with his trailing foot. So almost like a backwards sideways kick. I don't even know if that's, that's some kind of move in FIFA. And uh, <laughs> he manages to do that in a straight line into the on-running Willock. And Willock taps it in. But as he taps it in, well, it hits one of their players' own goal. Great work by Xhaka, first of all, who I'm very, always very quick to, to have a moan about. Great um, um, ability to him to hold the ball up. Great ability to get the ball to... to um, to uh, Eddie, okay. great, great, yeah, great work from Eddie to get. How the hell did Eddie know how to do that? We're always moaning that he's he's a small boy playing a man's game, but wow, that was skill. It was it was very very impressive. Um, I I I, it, it, I thought Xhaka had ballsed it up, um, mm. which you know I guess shows how much I know kind of thing. I <laughs> I thought he needed to play that ball earlier, but he he he, he did well. He, he held on to the ball and to try and get. Uh, the, the the players along with him and then and then play that pass in. I was so impressed with with Willock. Willock's desire, like if you see in the replay when you when you see it from uh, behind the goal, you see him absolutely busting a gut to get in in the uh, in the box, get past his defender, go beyond um, the, the 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 defenders to get in that box. And it's, he did he did the same thing for his goal. Um, uh, against Dundalk last week, and it's 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 that commodity that I don't know who coined it, but I loved it. That false eight commodity <laughs> mm. um, that that he he almost seemingly uniquely in our squad. There's not many other midfielders that we have that that has the ability or the want or the drive to do what he does. Um, uh, was I say Danny's pro Swedish and anti shining through? <laughs> Actually, someone, um, a friend of mine, uh, Christopher Herland, who is Norwegian, has just, uh, has just, he just tweeted me. He just put a picture of um, Paul Lydersson and said, Who is this? So I put Paul. He says, Why? Uh, we was disappointed your pod wasn't named the Lydersson Wonderland pod. Uh, so there you go. So he's given proof about the Norwegians as well. I like all the Scandinavia. Didn't, didn't that transfer get George Graham the sack? Well, yeah, kind of. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, not George Mendes. That's that's the modern scumbag. Um, anyway, I can't remember his name, but there's quite a few of them. They were all at it, sticking beyond a bit at Liverpool, and there was another one at Blackburn, and uh, they're all they're all at it. They just decided to make a um, uh, a an example out of George Graham. And ruined him. There you go. Mm. Do you remember where we? Oh, hello, Kyan's here as usual. Been really happy from Jamaica. Hello, Jamaica. I uh. bet it's not four degrees outside in Jamaica. Oh, here we go. Hambo's got it. Runhag, scumbag, that's the fella. Not, not you, Hambo. You've uh, that's two winners for you tonight. Right, let's move on. I forgot where we were. So, uh, yeah, at halftime, it's one-one uh, at halftime, isn't it? Yep. Yep. No halftime changes. Would you have made any changes? Uh, no, not massively. I, 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 I think 
No, no, not really. I'm not a big massive fan of, of making lots of changes at halftime generally but no no I wouldn't have had any changes you know we, we, we'd managed to, to to get a goal back you know just on the stroke of halftime that's usually a good barometer and that, that normally gives the team a lift you know at least give them another 10 minutes 10-15 minutes see how they get on but you yeah, know I wouldn't have made any changes would you? Uh, yes I would have taken off Eddie and I would have brought on Lacazette and I'd have taken off Kalasnic and I'd have put on Tierney. Uh, basically, I'd have done all the moves that we did later on in the game, with the exception of I would have had, uh, I would have like had Lacazette on there because we needed goals. But that's why I'm not a manager in Michelis because we won four one. Sai and Vesh is there, you sneaky cheeky monkey. I've seen you on Twitter. Got the podcast to follow you. He was hiding. We found him. Um, K Man did have a question, but he's uh, messages and said don't bother asking the question because uh, we now know that Nelson was injured. I can't see any. Uh... Oh, there you go. This looks like a new person. Um, Ismail Benuja. Good God. What if I got that right? That'd be a pissing miracle. Saka and Pepe were combining very well. Should play together in a three with Alba in the middle. You, you've been a filthy boy bringing up. I say a boy. Probably a boy. I don't know. We had an Ismail at Arsenal and he was a boy. Benaka. He's doing quite well for him. Isn't it AC Milan now? Or is it PSG? Uh, I think it's PSG. Mm, somewhere it's not at Arsenal P- PS- PSV isn't it same thing PSG PSV I can't remember, I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> hold on Thunder Roads but getting in with his cats equals shagging enthusiasm euphemism, euphemism. euphemism. I can't even say it let alone. there we go it's a question from Noza she's saving the day uh, I know there was a Covid but how patient can we be with Pepe I'm running out of it myself <laughs> <laughs> how long will we have to wait? And do you think he's ever going to come good? Because it's been a season and a half virtually now, hasn't it? Or season and a third? Yeah, um, he's he's so frustrating. To I I I find myself get so frustrated with um uh with with Pepe because you can see that there's something there. You and you want him to do more. But he just, he, he doesn't seem to be, I want him to be more aggressive is what I'm trying to say. And he, he, he he's not that. He seems very chilled and laid back and a bit, and that's not the temperament I want. I want him to, you know, rather than check back and slowly, you know, thing it, I want him to knock the ball five yards and just absolutely blitz the defender. I want him to do a step over, nutmeg the thing, and just go past players. I want him to attack the defender, and he very rarely does it, which I find really, really annoying. And, and then just as, you know, just when I start to get titsed off with these terrible fucking crosses and losing the ball... He then sticks one in the old onion bag and gets a goal. So it's it's kind of, it's, you know, oh, how much more? It, 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 end of the season, I think, is is, is going to be the barometer for, for for Pepe. If by the end of this season he's he's still as inconsistent and unadaptive as he is, then I I think we'd have to start looking at maybe moving him on, maybe. So, yeah, end of the season. How long would you give him, Danny? At uh, the end of last season. End of last season? <laughs> you would have written him off already. <laughs> yeah. He's not. He's never going to do it. You just see the look on his face when things go wrong. He's like a child of a smacked ass rather than someone who's... I mean, you look at the face of, um, of Saka when something goes wrong. He looks more determined to make sure it goes right. Pepe doesn't. He looks like, oh, God. 
I've shit the bed again. That's the kind of look. I'm but just having a look. There is seven Arsenal podcasts live at the moment. So thank you very much to all 104 of you who are, who are, we are your podcast of choice. For that, I will go and put something special for your letterbox. I won't. <laughs> but it won't be too like I put through your letterbox, so you can stop that. <laughs> It'll be pizza rolls. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've had enough of him. It's never going to work out. Uh, it wasn't athletic <laughs> by the bloke who did buy him's left the club as manager. The bloke who uh, who organised the deal, he's gone. And the bloke who gave the contract, he's gone. So mm. it's just a matter of time until we, like like Josh said, until he goes off to play in the Russian Premier League or something or, or, or goes and plays in the Middle East or somewhere like that because he's never going to make it at Arsenal. Sad, but... Oh, Mike Hurts, another mem- YouTube member, has put, ha-ha, love Danny's honesty. And I like your podcast. Um, not another Arsenal podcast. Talking of a new podcast, there you go. The Guna Crack podcast, C-R-A-I-C. Go on to YouTube. I was on there last night, me and Owen. And uh, I was at top five of about five different subjects. And I was incredibly mean to Vieira and Henri. And if you want to know why, go to YouTube, find the Guna Crack podcast, go and listen. You'll enjoy it. Uh, right, where were we? We have been doing for 32 minutes. Right, I'm going to quickly go through the rest of the goals. 61st minute, great work by Willock. Willen out, Willian out wide into Willock, who taps it to Xhaka, who lifts it over the defence. And it looks like Willock is either going to fall over, get brought down or just trip over. But he doesn't. He gets on with it. He gets to the byline, manages just like um, Willock, no, just like Eddie did. He manages to somehow, while going forward, pass it sideways and backwards a little bit across the front of the goal. Bang, hits one of their defenders, goes in. Willock, magnificent display, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, like I say, it's, and it, it, there's there's very few of our midfielders that are players that that that, that have that drive to do with it. I can't praise the boy enough. He's been. I know it's only Dundalk and it's only Mouldy Moulder. But you know you can only play what's in front of you, and he's he he's been really really good. He's uh, he's definitely enhanced his 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 chances, um, uh, you know, going forward. Which and I I was quite surprised that he he didn't make the the uh, um, at least the the Man United squad uh, the other day. But um, yeah, he's he's he was really really good endeavor and drive and fight. I was really really pleased for Willock. He's he's like I say he's 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 doing everything that's asked of him. You can't complain. Okay, man, to put a point here. Pepe's European record, nine games, four goals, four assists. But the Europa League isn't a that's, good measure of how good a player is, though, is it? We want him to be good for Premier League. That's, that's, what I, that's what I'm talking about in the sense of, like, in the main, Pepe's been kind of crap in the main. But he's... he's goal contribution is really decent it's like it's like i said that's that's not bad that let's say four goals four assists it's it's let's say it's just everything else is you know and i say and i don't need i don't necessarily think it's a bad player maybe it's just a wrong fit it's just you know the structured slow build-up that you know we have doesn't suit his game maybe um so maybe it's it's not so much um you know he's a bad player it's just it's not quite the right fit at the minute how structured that arteta needs the team to be um uh, because of the players we had because of the defenses we you know we had just doesn't suit 
his game where i think you know i i i i never saw big chunks of him in france but i would imagine he he likes being playing you know off the cuff and counter-attacking football where he has the bit of freedom to to kind of almost go where he wants where you know sticking on the wing getting chalk on his boots is not his game maybe i don't know Kind of, yeah, you've got a point. I'm just mean and grumpy. Uh, so <laughs> that was then 2 1, 69th minute. Eddie and Saka on the left hand side, running them lot ragged. Saka low crosses it to Pepe, who calmly spanks it home. Really good effort there from Pepe. And uh, he had the, he took his time and he did it well. And he got a goal, which is uh, like we were just saying, it's good to see. You never know. I mean, if he cost 20 million quid, I wouldn't be fucking moaning. Much like I wouldn't be moaning if Urza was on 50k a week. I wouldn't care. So maybe it's just me, not them. But nice to see Eddie and um, Pepe do that because he's uh, as soon as he scored that, you could see that his game, he upped his game. Well, that that goal made him happy, and then him being happy made him a little bit freer, didn't it? Mm, I think I think it was also a bit of a it was a bit of a heartbreaker for 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 Mulder. I think when that goal happened, they just their energy and everything just went just fell off a cliff um lovely assist from from Saka and it you know the amount of fucking times that Kalasanach was in the similar sort of position and he just he hit the first man hit the first man hit the first man one of Saka's first contributions he gets an assist uh that little chili is he's he's a he's a magic little player I love him very good. Um, that's the next point I made. I put, uh, see, as soon as Saka comes on to play on the left, the magic starts. Well, he's on the left to the right. Uh, he played on the left. Cola uh, has no place at this club, no matter what. Although he stayed on the pitch, it just there's no creativity from Cola. Never has been. There's never going to be. 80th minute. Saka was so far offside, he was in the next postcode. Good attacking football, though, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 87th minute. We pressure them into their own corner. We, we almost bullied them. They didn't know what to do. It's it like Mike Tyson cornering someone and giving them a good beating. They were on the ropes, and then man, someone managed to kick it back, or maybe they passed it out, or we passed out to El Nenny, the Egyptian wizard, and uh, he managed to um, p- um, pass in caught of the uh, outside the what's the the, the the semicircle thing called on the, the edge D. of the box. The D, that's what he did. Uh, Pepe was round about the D. He slips it through onto an on-running Willock, who, for me, man of the match, scores easily. So great play there from Pepe. Great vision from Elneny. Great goal from Willock. Great way to, uh, to finish the game off, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, and that's it. That's that. You know that that unstructured play where he's got loads of loads of space and and time when he comes in the centre. But I mean, it, that goal was absolutely made by the Egyptian Perlo. You know, pa- papyrusing over the cracks of the um, early early rubbish game. <laughs> Indeed, it was. Yeah. So. Uh... Um... According to Opta on whoscored.com, the man of the match went to absolutely nobody because they haven't highlighted it. Okay. Pepe got a nine, one goal, one assist. Willock got an 8.1, one goal. And no one else got anywhere close to any of that lot. So who would you give your man of the match to? Oh, Willock all day long. Yeah. Me too. All day long. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, whoscored.com are wrong. People in the chat, who would you put down as your man of the match? Then I'll highlight it if you put it in there. Um, yeah, so our next show is going to be on Sunday. Who are we playing on Sunday? 
Villa. Villa. It's, it's the battle of the goalkeepers. Expect Martinez and Leno to be oiled up to the nipples in the centre circle <laughs> half time, beating the fuck out of each other with rubber ducks to see who really is the king now of that, the that I'd pay 14 95 <laughs> <laughs> uh, There we go. Thunder Rovers put Big Dick Willock. He's his man of the match. Uh, Sam Roof, our new member, has put Colo, the new the new Gunnosaurus, for the remainder of his contract. Formerly Noza has put Willock. Um, Mike Hertz has put Xhaka had a good game. Well, we showed in the second half some good composure. Um, Kayan has put great game. People expected us to just roll over teams, but we played the intelligent game. We did. Anyone else got any man of the match things you're going to put in there? There's nearly a hundred of you. Come on, there's only four of you have done it. I'm, I'm sitting here. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, Sam has put Willock. K Man has put oh, oh, goal man of the match. <laughs> two. He had a great game. He scored two. Can't remember the last time he scored two goals. Uh, so I wonder what's the most own goals teams ever scored in top flight professional football. There's a question for you. Um, Get a beanie on that one. Nambi Annette says, Kongs, my favourite Arsenal team. So happy. Hi, guys. Kongs. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Dijan um, Bulgin has said, Kolasnic, you, you're a very bad person. You can get away. Kayan has put Willock. Formerly knows her. Own goal played really well. Phil Macker has come out of retirement at the age of 51 and says, uh, yeah, we look all day long. Well, you could be the next manager of Wales because currently you don't have a manager, do you, Phil? Scumbags. Uh, Subsistence says, man of the match, the Kalasnat miss. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. <laughs> Holy smokes. Uh, K-Man, he was brilliant. Expected him to get his hat trick. And 652831483 says Mustafi. You can get lost, sir. Mike it's got to be a Mustafi bot, that one. Uh, Mike Hertz has said, uh, yeah, um, Rowe injured. We, I don't think we know. Sai, who's been sneakily hiding on Twitter, says Willock. Phil Macker says, I ain't Welsh, you muppet. I thought you said you were in Wales. Oh, no, you're not. You're in Norwich, aren't you? You're the other one. You're why we can't have Nick on because you're using the internet tonight, Phil. Sorry. Who was it? There was someone at the beginning of the show um, said they were going to come out of retirement. Who was it? They probably buggered off now. They probably had enough of it. It's, uh, no, I can't remember who it was. Well, if you're there, we manage your whales. Uh, whoo, forgot to breathe. That's always a bad thing. Um, what else have we got to discuss? Yeah, on Sunday, Aston Villa game. Let's go and have a look at my uh, thing. It's going to be... Oh, I haven't got it down. I've gone straight to Tuesday's podcast. Well, there you go. It's going to be me and, and somebody else. Oh, here we go. Julian Salmondo is in Wales. Of course, no, he's not. He's in South America. And um, out it, Jason. He... As he's outed him. Oh, my goodness. Done him over. Uh, Archangel, how shit is Kalasnic? Um, <laughs> Hambo is uh, outed. I don't know what that means. And Phil's finishing it off with, I said, coming out of retirement to replace Pepe. Oh, there, that's what you were going to do. Uh, I'm getting all confused now. So, uh, oh, here we go. Cayenne's coming in with uh, some Cayenne's in Jamaica. There's two people in here, isn't there? Oh, no, they said it earlier. There's someone else who regularly comes in here. There's also in Jamaica. Hmm. Anyway, I can't remember who it is. Roast breadfruit and ackee and saltfish. It might Sounds be delicious. Ray- That's not Ray Anderson. There's someone else with a long name. Anyway. Uh, 
I don't know about that. Uh, formerly knows, uh, imagine a management team of John Terry and Ryan Giggs. <laughs> Everyone would stay at home with their, uh, their with their wives, wouldn't they? Because they wouldn't want to leave the houses because they'll be straight round there during half time. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the devil's dugout, that is, isn't it? Oh dear! Right, we're dribbling on now. I've completely forgot to arrange uh, Sunday's podcast um, live show. So, uh, as a general, it's going to be me with somebody else. If they could turn up, never know, it might be John again because he only gets one day off a week, so he might turn up. Oh, here we go. Is, like, is, is, is Sunday the um, uh, is that the is that a pay-per-view game? They've cancelled all the pay-per-view games, haven't they? I, I'm, well, I think they're not going to do any more at the minute, but I think they've still got the, the ones that people have paid for. No idea. But, so yeah, we've got a way around that. So if any of ours need to watch it, they can uh, put certain ways of... Please please don't pay the, the 14 95 Give it to Islington no. Giving instead. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, here we go. Avon says Smith Rowe has a shoulder injury. Phil Macker just need Donny Depp for the Wankers trio. And, <laughs> and finishes off with Have a Blessed Night, Jamaican Gunners. What better way to close the show than that? So uh, thank you very much, everybody, for watching us and putting up with this drivel for 45 minutes. Thank you very much to you, Richard, for doing a 45-minute show when I said we'd be half an hour. Uh, thanks for having me, Dan. Always a pleasure. Are you off to Beddington now? I am indeed. I've got an early shift in the morning. Bloody oh, hospital. Sweet dreams. So, uh, we will see you next time you're available. Thank you very much for watching. Um, go and follow and, I don't know, subscribe and uh, do all the other shit you meant to do because I've forgotten it all. And we will see you later. Bye-bye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.